This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to episode number 327 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here in beautiful New Windsor, right? You hearing that? New Windsor. And we are at uh, Kurt's new place, uh, Studio To Be Named. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you guys want to name the studio, you got your chance. When the studio, go, when this uh, podcast goes live, hopefully you're listening. Go find the Instagram or Facebook post. Submit your name that you think you want, and whether it's stupid, awesome, just kind of mediocre, throw it out there. We'll see what uh, we'll see what's going on. We're gonna compile a list of those, pick our top five, and if we like, and we're gonna do a poll either on workingclassbowhunter.com or uh, one of our social media sites. We'll definitely plug it. But the winner is going to, number one, name the studio, and we're going to send them a WCB prize pack. However, there is the uh, option that if all these names suck, which we believe that you guys know us well enough that you guys can figure something hilarious out, we have the option to rename the studio. But we'll still do the poll anyway, and the winner will still get um, a prize I pack. I have a good feeling that we're going to pick someone's name. I, I do believe we will. And um, there's a, some suggestions. Wow, some suggestions that have been sent already that I'm like, eh, I kind of like that. Like, yeah. There's some red light studio, red light whatever red variations light are kind of cool. <laughs> um, hey, that's what we're about. When the lights are red in the studio, it means somebody killed something. I mean, that's I'm right. just saying, if if Casey's General Store decides they want to uh, sponsor the studio and send, you know, always have a fresh pie for us every time we podcast, we ain't gonna get mad at that. Dude, you guys we'll, can understand. We'll put a Casey's neon sign so Main Street out front can see every time they drive oh, by. Oh yeah, you know, like just, one one case combine every. <laughs> Four hours, <laughs> maybe three days. You yeah. never know. They were reaching the Midwest's best. Come on, Casey's. Where yeah. are you guys at? All right, see, let me ask you, since you're doing the intros here for the first real podcast in the new studio, how do you feel about the new studio in general? It's not set up yet, but how do you feel? You know what? I feel really good. So the area is about 10 more, 15 more minutes south of where we were at. It's There's uh, there's no one around except your neighbor and then like a guy way down the road. It's secluded out here. You've got a big ass yard. It's it's a really nice studio. We've got tons of room in here. We got a lot more yeah. room in like here. Like you can get a up and go pee, room. and you're not going to hear like the awkward. You'll be in the middle of a story. It's like I don't know. 
everyone shuffling around yeah. trying to yeah. get up and do all that it's, shit. I'm gonna have room for a side table for all the nerdy equipment. That way, I can actually like convert. I can see Eric now already. Yeah. I haven't seen you in like three years, dude. We've just I've, just I've just heard your voice on the show. I'm just like I know Eric's still alive. So all right, how you doing over there? You they hugged each other, dude. It was like on Castaway when he finally so, delivered that final package. I, for people that might not get it or might not see in our studio, like my computer and mixer board and everything sat in front of me on the studio table, and Eric sat. It's like L shaped, and Eric sits on the inside angle of the L which is on the other side of my equipment. Yep. And then the computer screen was always in the way. Yeah, so now we're going to move that more, even more off to the side, so I'm going to have open space to just conversate, which is going to be freaking awesome. Wide open <laughs> spaces. Okay, well, it's the wide open spaces is studio. This? We just decided. It's named after the Dixie <laughs> Chicks song. We're going to put the... Or wait, what? Was Sh- no, that the wasn't Shadazy. It was, it was Dixie Chicks. Was Shadazy a band? I or was that so. the name of a Dixie Chicks album? I don't know. Dixie don't Chicks. Know. Why are you looking at me? You think I know this shit? Hey, yes, you're the only one with a mullet, like full mullet in here. Hey, who's hey, the you're... first veteran shout out in the new studio? The what unnamed new studio. Ooh, that's a good one. Like, like that? Only I know the answer to that. It's the very first vet shout out that we're going to do in new studio here. Of course, it's a name I can't uh, pronounce. It's going to be Jake Soboda. Svoboda. Own it. Just say his name. Uh, J- Jake Sav- Svoboda. Svoboda. That's what we're going to go with. It was sent in by... Uh, That's wrong for sure, but go ahead. I think it is. By Brian Johnson. Uh, United States Marine Corps. Here's this one. Oh, hey. Thank you. Thank you. Jake pronounced Svoboda. Okay. Is one of my best friends, and he served in the Marine Corps for the better half of a decade. Not sure how many deployments he did, but I, I know it was at least one. Jake grew up on the Illinois side of St. Louis in a humble farming family full of great people. Jake and I have been hunting together for three years, and he is very dedicated to the sport. Even with a demanding career and a growing family, he still finds time to be my right-hand man in our deer hunting organization, Pike County Trophy Doe Hunter Association. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you haven't seen those guys on Instagram, that shit is hilarious. Is that a real thing? Yes, it is. The You haven't seen the Pike County Doe Hunters? No. That's fucking great, dude. Oh, man, I'm getting on right now to follow Oh, I, I think I talked to one of these cats. Um, on Instagram? Yeah. it's Dude, It's I think they got some hats, too. Pike County Doe Hunters? Yeah, Pike County... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I butchered that. Pike County Trophy Doe Hunters Association. Dang, trophy. Doe. So the Pike County, you're going for trophy doe hunters, dude. That's better than meat does. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you know. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right, now I'm now I see. Yeah. So, <laughs> now you're in the loop. <laughs> it was a long story. I've talked to them on Messenger. I just didn't realize what their uh, yeah the P- acronym PT, was for. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me. Uh, it's a long story. Explain the blah blah blah. Anything uh, I've ever needed, he's come through. And he says, but this is a long one, so I had to screenshot too. For two years, he, he was the sole reason my farm had food plots, mostly because he was the only person who could figure out how to start my Civil War era tractor. <laughs> <laughs> the steam tractor? Yeah, he's got he's to pull behind drag this guy to. Uh, Jake's wife is an angel of a woman and still lets us do all kinds of ignorant shit together. <laughs> I feel perfect. like I'm rambling, but it would mean a lot if you could give him a shout out. I'm not sure. If he listens to you guys, oh, now I feel bad about the shout-out religiously. Oh, all right, now I feel bad there. But <laughs> now I've told him at least a dozen times. Thank you, guys. Don't hunt forever. Dude, That was uh, that's awesome. I'm glad that was the first one. Hey, just want to say thank you for your service to this country, Jake. And, uh, Brian, you guys, Jake, you've uh, done amazing. Brian and Jake together, dude, I love what you guys do. That When I saw that pop up, it was like, 
That's hilarious. It was like PDC something followed you. I'm like, okay, what the hell is it? And it's like, like I clicked on it. I'm like, you know, think it was like a like a you know white tails and limited, you know, one of those uh, one things. And I see it's Pike County trophy doe hunters. I'm like, you guys are fucking <laughs> awesome. awesome. That is hilarious. Love that. You're in cool. Pike County hunting trophy does. That shit is great. I love that. That's really trophy funny. does. All right, let's do this. It. Let's get to some business, um, our, business, our proud partners here, and then we're going to cut to the show. Um, the podcast is always presented by HHA Sports. They've been a partner since damn near the beginning. Super proud to work with them. Our buddy Scott Bakken is a big dog there, one of the big dogs there. Uh, use code WCB15. Save yourself some money there at HHASports.com. By the way, might I add, since we to piggyback on the um – on the uh, veteran shout out HHA or Operation HHA, um, I just saw Chris posted something on Facebook that they finally got their tax uh, uh, tax free or tax exemption yeah. for their organization. So they said maybe within thirty to forty five days that website will be up and running. So we will keep you posted because HHA does a lot of shit for vets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, whether you're getting like the Virtus twenty two, you know, where the proceeds. Um, yeah. go to go to a uh, PTSD charity or whatnot, but we will definitely plug the shit out of that when it comes through. But give it, give it about a month or two. You know they're they're getting all the the legal uh, bullshit out of the way, but they're going to do all they can to help vets. Yeah. So very cool. Just wanted to throw that in there. I cool. forgot to mention that earlier. Yeah, hhasports.com podcast is also brought to you by Scent Crusher. Eric, what's your favorite Scent Crusher product? You know it's always a tell usually. But, I know, I know. But I just busted out the uh, the boot. The boot Ooh, station, the equipment Ooh. station, equipment station. That thing is kick ass, Slick, man. I just come home with my boots on in the garage. I have it set up right there, untie them, throw them right on that bitch, start it up <laughs> on that bitch, throw <laughs> right on that bitch. Best plug of all time. Good to go. Good to go. <laughs> and your boots don't stink like shit anymore. <laughs> 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 throw them on that bitch, and then st- that stink goes hey, away. Bring that over my right away. <laughs> no. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by North American Whitetail Championship. Use code WCB twenty five for an entry. You could win fifty grand just by killing a buck, which hopefully you were going to do that anyway. Um, also, Thermacy, um, as <laughs> words of their podcast, we did at ATA. If your butt's cold, we got something to make it warm. Keep your ass warm. Yeah, Thermacy. Keep your ass warm. <laughs> I'm excited to podcast with you guys again. Oh my oh, god, I, can't, I cannot wait. Good stuff. Good people. They do the seats for Lone Wolf Custom Gear. I didn't. Yep. I learned that like through the process. I was like, "Hey, why aren't they making the one with custom gear seats?" I was going to text Cody. I'm like, "Oh, wait, they do. They are. They are so making them. That's kind of awesome." Uh, Victory Archery. We're all shooting the Rip TKOs, yep. and that's my favorite arrow I've ever shot. Mm-hmm. I've killed a lot of shit with a Rip TKO. Um, Steve hasn't, but he tries real hard. I've killed um, a couple shits when, when we talk to him. <laughs> Not a lot of shit though. I've killed a couple shits. Doug so, Doug's killed a lot of shits. A lot of shits. Great arrow. A couple shits. Give me, give me a couple shits. Kill a couple shits. Kill a couple shits. I'll give you one shit. Hey, what you have you killed a couple shits this year yet with it? <laughs> we'll get to that. I've killed a couple shits with it. Shut up. So have I. I killed one shit. Shut up. I, I killed one shit also. <laughs> Shut up. You guys are all shit. The podcast is also brought to you by Element Outdoors. It's, it's the working man's camo clothing. Have I killed it looking good in that camo? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's a working man's hunting clothing company. Um... We're rocking their stuff. I'm rocking their, uh, <laughs> fuck, I can't remember the name of the camo pattern for oh, some reason. The it. Stalker, I think. I got the Stalker, too. Yeah. I'm on the Covert. It's good stuff, the Covert. Yeah, that's, that's I'm good, I'm also too. on the Covert. I, it works that's good. Great. I, I chose that pattern this year because it's, like, the best Western-style pattern, but it also has that good break-up and blend, color blends for, like, a, a tree stand-type setup. 
So excited to put that to more work this year. I'm a fan of, I got I, I got a story about wearing flip flopping gear when we had that cold front end, and it's a uh, hilarious. But it's definitely check it out. Element is worth having. Um, hey, promise. cool story, bro. Also brought to you by Can Cooker. You got a recipe that you just love to share? Oh, dude, I've got I've got a couple recipes. I want to share one that's on their website, but I also I also have a recipe of my own that I would like to share. Hold on, damn, you got it written down in your notes on your phone. Let me pull this bad boy. Steve oh, is all right. Check this out. Hold on. He's screenshotting on accident. Sorry, no, I guess I. Uh, right. <laughs> Dude, up. He has no all idea right. what he's doing. Pull your shit together. Dude, this uh, this one on their website. So if you go to cancooker.com, dot uh, you'll be able to pull up a website, and this is called the Darn Good Chili Roast. Mm. I'm like, dude, my two favorite things. Mm, 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 sounds great. Mm. Sounds nice. All right, for use with any can cooker. So there's two styles of can cookers. You can get the tall one, which I, I believe we all have, and then the the, the short little guy. Yep. yep. Um, that short little guy is going to be uh, for a single guy. Awesome. Uh, if you're not my size, unless <laughs> <laughs> you're eating for four, baby, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I always do. See if you're pregnant with triplets. Nope, I just have an appetite. All right. Here's the ingredients you're going to need. You're going to need a two-pound beef chuck roast, but you've got some deer roast in the freezer. Yeah, so right. This is America. With all right. that shit out, this is America. Get your get you a deer roast. One-ounce package of onion soup mix. I can do that. 12-ounce of canned cola. Don't have, like, Easy. I don't know if you can have, like, Mountain Dew or whatever. Can cola, like, Bush Light, Just, co- just cola. Fuck it. Be a, cola. Put a Dr. Pepper in there. Be a man. Yeah, put a bl- Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. And then do what you want. And then make yourself flavors. a flaming Dr. Pepper like it's still high school, and Cream you can soda. still believe that uh, your life is awesome. 12 ounce bottle of chili sauce. Chili sauce. Chili. We know what that is. Keep going. Got out of the chili. Right. Yep. Three potatoes peeled and cubed. Ooh, we can Three do that. Not, carrots. Not that hard. Three, Three carrots. carrots. We peeled get them out of Kurt's backyard. Oh, dude. The garden. I got carrots. All right, check this out. This is, this, listen to how easy this is. You get your little can cooker. Yeah. Place that roast in the can cooker and mm. sprinkle with soup mix. Soup mix. Pour the cola and chili sauce over the roast, okay? Easy. Oh, wow. While it's in there. put the cola on it. Cover that because it's got a lid. Convenient. And cook on low. For 30 minutes. 30? 30. Remove the heat. Okay. And then add the vegetables. All right? Oh, I can wow. do that. How easy is this? <laughs> wow. Cover and cook on low until roast and vegetables are tender. Mm. It, it's probably only going to take another 30 minutes. Remove from heat and let rest for 10 minutes. All right. You've already came this far. You can let it sit for another 10 minutes. And then enjoy your meal. That's, how easy is that? Can cooker is a jam. It, yeah. it sounds like a gimmick, but it's not. Oh God, no! It, it's it, awesome. I've it got. Good. I'm trying to perfect a roast that I can bring over here. I've been. I've been experimenting with a couple. I'm down to a couple more roasts, but I've been hunt telling camp you guys. Night. I'm gonna have a hunt camp night. You better get your roast. Dude, I'm game telling down. you, it's it has to do with some chili powder and some maple syrup. I got the sweet heat roast that I'm. You can cook for mass quantities of people. Fairly easy. All right, uh, yeah, we got to move great. on here. Right, go. Podcast is also brought to you by Elite Archery. We are on that ritual game. Um, no matter what length of bow you like, they got something for you. Boom. You want short, mid range, something a little longer, like the 35. They got it. Um, Loan with custom gear. Use code WCB and Hunter's Blend Coffee. Use code Working Class. And also brought to you by Big Time. And big time. We love our big time. We love our Joe Humphreys out there big time too. That's right. I love you, Joe. Me and Joe Joe's a big pro wrestling fan. I hate to put him on blast like that, but we text all the time. Let's get to the podcast. All right, guys, it's time to uh, get to the podcast. We are really excited. It's our first official podcast in the new studio. As you heard me mention earlier, 
you guys are probably going to be able to name it, so come up with something good because we got to live with it the rest of our lives, or at least the rest of my life. I don't know. Until we get tired of it and change it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we kind of do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. We do whatever we want. You guys can feel important for a little bit, but, hey, you know, that's how shit goes. Uh, this is a catch-up episode to get to how the season's going, um, so I'm going to kick it off. If you haven't heard in a while, I'm Steve. Over there's Kurt. What's up, guys? Eric. How's it going? I'm Doug. What up? What's going on, fellas? Not much. Just glad to be back hey, in the studio. Does it feel good to be like back at it? Because I feel like we've kind of been gapped out. Not we've still been cranking out episodes, like but from right. different areas, and we've yeah. we've been all been crazy busy. Like Doug just moved. I just moved. We've all been just going, a lot of life shit. You know, really. to be honest, it's just felt like um, so you're just doing like, normal shit. It feels yeah. It just hasn't felt the, the exactly the same since actually ATA because then right after ATA we had a little bit to go and then we did the trade shows and it just felt like we were just you know a month or two here and then we did two other shows back. It's just yeah. it's felt like um, it's almost felt like kind of hollow. For from our perspective, not, yeah. I mean my perspective. I don't know from your guys's, but like for me, I've had a ton of fun doing all these episodes. But I feel like a lot of the content we, I don't know, it just feels more wholesome when we're in the studio recording, oh, for sure, and for sure. doing what we're doing now. Yeah. Um. But now that we have like a bigger space and a space where like when people come over to the studio, like I'm not apologizing for like, hey, sorry it's small, <laughs> sorry about my house. Like I, that's just felt like that was the trend before. Where now it's like when people come over, if they want to stay here, there's room. They have their own bathroom. There's like the studio's a little bigger. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. They're going to have like a little uh, waiting room out there. It's, it's in the country. It, it feels like where our studio should be. Yeah. That type of thing, like you it. know. So we'll have to get a big-ass rock with the logo engraved for out front by the ditch there. <laughs> hey, we can do that. We should do <laughs> yeah, that. We, should. we can do that. The you headquarters, know, baby. You know what did feel really good? Um, I know it's like kind of sad. And funny enough, I drove past the studio like twice this uh, past weekend. You did uh, the, the old house, yeah. I just because I was leaving leaving Doug's uh, parents' house, not this Doug, but our good buddy Doug Hood. And, um, I took the long way back, and I just kind of drove past the old studio. Just you did know, you shed a tear. No, it was. Did, did it look the same? Did you go inside? <laughs> it, it looked. I thought about it. No, it looked. Uh, it was just. I drove by and I like looked at it and I stopped and I just kind of looked and I just go, you know, there were so many memories there and it was, it was absolutely fun. Loved it. But you know, I was kind of in hunt mode. So I'm like, I can't really stay here that I, I got to head home and get to bed so I can be up early. But it was just, it, were, you, it, it, were you planning on staying there a while? No, I just, <laughs> I just, I, cause park I, out front. cause I was, I was, re- I was ready to go. I just, I went, I went out of my way to go drive past it, but it was just one of those things. I, I just wanted to. See how it was doing, you know, it, a lot of memories there, but you we're know, here now, so it's... You know, to be honest, I didn't have any... I don't have any sadness. I No, there was no sadness at all. I mean, it was kind of like, damn, I, I miss this, but it there was no... It's like, I miss where we used to do it, but now we're here, and I love this place. This, this yeah. Change is good. Yeah. Well, I mean, this place is going to get an overhaul come <clears throat> after November when we're done yep. hitting it real, real hard. I don't hate um, it right now. I, I like this, but I'm, I know the vision that we all have. It's the gonna vision's going to be good, and it's going to be comfortable and good for guests and stuff. It, it just sucked for guests before because we've always done it that way, and, and now it's going to be like a comfortable, like, it's going to be more legit. So, like, if this if this podcast sounds echoey, it's because we don't have shit on the wall. I have some shit on the walls, but there's a lot more plans coming. and it, We have a lot to do in here. A but, ton. A ton. Yeah. But it's going to be easier to rebuild this studio than it was to rebuild the last Ten studio. times easier. Ten times. <laughs> yeah. Ten times easier. Because last time, the studio wasn't the nicest. So we had to, like, full-blown facelift the entire thing. 
where now we just have to do little things to facelift right, lift this. Right. So, um, but damn, boys, it's freaking October. By the time this launches, 16th, 17th. Yeah, 17th of October. Yep. Fun Oof. fact, almost 10 years ago to the day I killed my first Pope and Young. Almost a year ago to the day I uh, almost killed my first buck, or did kill my first buck. It was like the 18th? Yeah. What did you shoot your buck last year? The 20th. So the 21st. You oh, shit, yeah, it was the 21st. Yes, sir. So let's kind of catch up the listeners and ourselves, actually, because we've all been kind of split up in different directions. Like, we haven't – people think that we probably hang out, like, all the time, and we don't. Like, the studio is the podcast studio when we're here once a week. <laughs> this is our time to, like – Oh, with, yeah. With the boys, you know? Like, yeah. Like, we, they got to think, like, me and Doug live an hour away. Yeah, this, yeah. this, this studio is a little further south, and there's been a couple times earlier in this season where Kurt's like, hey, can you come down and, like, give me a hand? I'm like – yeah, normally it was in Charlotte. It's like, yeah, it's a 20-minute drive. Now it's like a 35-minute drive. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. all right, I'll be there. <laughs> it's just, it's not bad. It's it's just different now. Once you drive past the exit that I used to take, well, it's not really an exit. It's just a turn on a county road, a county highway. But I just drive past that, and it's 10 more minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm get there. I'm like, I'm nine minutes away. You know, yeah, it's, you guys it's think, not, though, we made that drive to the old studio for five years. Yeah. 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 The yeah. same drive every week for five it's years. Weird. And, you know, too, like, even the before we get to the ke- the catching up part, I'm still getting used to my drive home because I was gone for two weeks in Oregon. Right. So right. I've only li- – I've lived here for less than a month, and for over two weeks I was gone of that. Yep. So I've been – I've, like, slept here for two <laughs> weeks. Um, but, yeah, like, I used to get home almost, like, exactly 30 minutes from when i left my other work um at night but now it's it's only it feels way longer because of my drive it's like mostly interstate now the way i have to go but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm home 10 minutes 10 minutes after what i would have before right but it just feels longer I'm like it's only 10 minutes further right. it's just that extra 10 minutes that you're like god damn, damn it you're just not used to it yeah you're not, not used to it yeah, and you'll, you'll get there it's it's fine but anyway so let's get caught up boys like we're actually you know we're gonna catch up with our listeners here on like where we're at, but we're actually just catching up to like where we are (laughs) with the podcast because I was in Oregon (laughs) until the, at the time. Well, it's not at the time. It's just actually where I was gone. I was in Oregon until the 11th. I got home the 11th, the afternoon, Friday, the 11th, this past Friday. And I didn't hunt Saturday because I had, I, you know, just doing family stuff and kind of taking a break because I hunted yeah. hard, right, real hard. Right. But I that's, blame you. you know, our season opened October 1st and I went to Illinois and you guys are all hustling until yep. then. Um, <laughs> so who's, Doug, are you first? Yep. Well, yep. I, I haven't, I haven't done anything really yet, so I can go first because mine's going to be the most boring because these guys got some action. Steve, take it away. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because they, right. because we'll start Boros. out. Mine's the worst. Bore us. To Boros. Boros. No, I'm, I'm gonna go take a nap quick. Let me right. know when you're done. <laughs> I want to get back to um, and I haven't told the whole. I don't think I've told anybody this, but a week before season, I had a little mishap with uh with a uh, with my bow situation. So, oh yeah. Mm. So it's a week before season. I'm pumped. I'm out there. I'm out there shooting my bow. And just kind of shooting normally, you know, listening to music, just kind of getting in the in the zone. I'm like, dude, the season's a week from today, and I'm shooting, and I'm I'm still shooting some of my old arrows, you know, just because I'm like, hey, I'm throwing these at targets, you know, in case I'm like getting dialed in, I'm not blowing up all, any of my new arrows. And I, I this is just a, a shot, that, you know, I took my headphones out, I drew back, and I released an arrow, and it sounded goofy. I'm like, what the hell was that? So I glass down there and I, I look at where my 
arrow is, and it's way – it barely made the corner of the target. I go, that doesn't sound good. And I'm like – so I start checking my bow. Sure enough, I don't know what the hell happened, but, dude, my cams blew up. You didn't have your arrow knocked all the way. I thought that at first. Then I go down and check my arrow, and there's no knock in there. So I was like, dude, this is not good. I start going into panic mode. I immediately get on the phone with our good buddy Dan Matthews. I told him the situation. He's a dealer. He's a dealer and uh, fantastic, dude. We, he's been on a couple podcasts. Not a drug dealer. He's an elite not, dealer. Not, it's not a drug dealer. <laughs> he's definitely not a drug dealer. Both. Yeah. Both. I like, mean, but he might be a good plug if he was. I don't know. If, 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 dude, if he was a drug dealer, he'd be making a ton of money. <laughs> he's that good of a salesman. I call him down there in Louisiana, and I tell him the situation. And he's like, you dry fired your bow, didn't you? I'm like, no. I would be the first one to admit if I dry fired my bow because all of us in here have, have, have done it. I've not personally done it, but I would man up if I did. And I was like, done it. I was like, dude, no, there was an arrow knock. True, I was there. And I, I was like, almost done. I've been <laughs> caught. And I was, I, I just, he goes, all right, well, send me a picture. He's like, a limb snapped. I go, no. He's like, okay. So it's just the cams. He's like, you can either pull them off your old working class bow. He's like, oh, I'll get you some whenever. I'm like, all right, well, whatever works. So I immediately call Ross. He's like, do you want me to send them to your house or Ross's house? I'm like, I, I, I don't care if you send them to me. I can probably just get him wherever uh, quickly because Ross is busy. I'm like, I'm not throwing that burden on him because this is my shit. Right. So he gets me the cams, and I, uh, I just, I, I, I immediately tuned in my old working class bow, and I've been hunting with that. I just trying to get out there and get after it in the woods. I just haven't had time to go make it down to Ross's to have those, uh, those cams redone. But I plan to because I really want to hunt with that, that ritual uh, thirty. Probably should do that real soon. I've been, uh, yeah. So the soonest I can do it, like but I've, I've been hunting with my with my working class ritual, and I, it's good because it's still got some good juju, uh, in it. So just been able to hunt a couple times, and you know, it's 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 been a been a fun little experience. I did. Uh, We've seen so far. Well, here's the thing. You kind of had a cool little video the other day. Those two little bucks, yeah. going at it. Here's the thing: the talk night, the night before that, though, I want to talk about this. Oh, and this is this is something that uh, you laid. <laughs> no, I wish it would have been a lot better. <laughs> oh, okay. This yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. funny enough. This yeah, is yeah, gonna, just go in the morning. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a cool story. <laughs> Dude, no, this is a <laughs> so I went out. I went out hunting. Uh, so this is about two weeks in the season, or something. About the eleventh, twelfth, something like that. Around two weeks in the season. So I'm, I'm shooting my uh, my working class ritual, and I've got my uh, I've got my uh, HHA my kingpin on, and I haven't really shot this thing a whole hell of a lot this this summer. I've been shooting the Tetra that I got, so but it was on there. I'm like, all right, everything should be good to go. And where I was hunting at, I had a perfect wind to go sit on that another big time that same big time plot that I killed my buck out of. I'm like, I got a perfect wind for this ground blind. I'm like, I'm running late out of work. I can get in there. It's going to be perfect. I'm not boogering up a whole lot of stuff. I get in there and real close to, you know, getting close to last light, some does come in. And so I range them. 24.9 bo- you're boring me. Get on with the story. Shut up. It, I'm giving you the background. Wait, just continue. They come in. I range them at 24.9 yards. I'm like, all right, I'll put the 25 pin on. We're good to go. Set it. Draw back. I'm like, all right, dude. Everybody else has killed a doe here. Here we go. And I send it, and I like, I launch this arrow over this doe. I'm like, whoa, clear over the back. That I'm like, that it's like five feet over his back. No, back. it was like, like it, the club went further than the ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah that's like, what happened. <laughs> like, what the? Fu-? I'm like, God. I'm like, also pissed off at myself. Like, dude, this is not. So hold, I was, on, hold on, the sh- the deer was how far? About 25 yards. 
and you rolled your sight to 35. I didn't get to that yet. I thought I put it on 25, and upon further review, I'm, like, looking at my sights. So I, I click my phone on there. This is around the same time I shot that book last year. I'm like, oh, dude, this is good to go. I, I shine it, and it's on 35. It, it looks like probably 25. On, it's probably on 85. Okay, what, no, I don't get, what I don't get with this is, like, your pen space. should be set on 20, the first mark. It is. On your dial. Why did you roll it that far? You rolled it freaking 15 yards. You could have shot 20 yards at 25 and still hit the deer in the kills. Huh? I probably thought it. So, like, I wanted to put it on 25. I'm like, I want to be perfect. But I – and this Jesus. is what this is what else it got me. So, I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, shit happens. So, but so I'm just – I'm, I'm like, stinky yeah. about this story. Yeah, I so, think there's yeah. a hole in this story. Something is stinky. So, <laughs> I was like – I was beating myself up about it. And I'm like, god damn. Dude, I was, I was so pissed off about it. Uh, come the following Monday at work, I'm talking about it, and my boss goes, "Hey, uh, why don't you look at something over here?" And he's like, "What does that say over there?" I'm like, "On that wall." I'm like, "Oh, I cannot read that right now." Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking. First of all, hand me a beer before I start okay. ripping into your ass. Grab me one too. That's far away, though. You're looking right. No, 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 no. I need one too, there, Steve. He, be, he, he forgot already. He can't read. Be a good boy. <laughs> no, he can't. He can't, he can't read. He can't read. What does that beer box say? Hey, um. Here's the problem I have with this story. All right, go ahead. To roll your HHA from 20 to 25 yards is not a far roll. No. To no, roll it's it like an 20, eighth of an inch. Yeah, to no. roll it from 20 to 35. You're at an inch. You would be like, roll, roll, roll. That feels a no, little no, long. No, not the tape I got. And yes, you, you know, your bow is not that much faster it's than not, the 35. It's not, but I, but I, what tape do you have on there? What number, I guess. I guess. I don't know what number I have off the top of my head. Oh, i got to figure it out. Uh, it's not... 49 for me it was it was different than what i had on there so i don't remember what i had you're so full of shit i'm not, I'm not dude i'm not well this is on his 33 so it's not the 30 it, this, yeah it's, well, yeah it's it, it's different so i was like, like 42 then but i was like i, I was i was tripping out so i don't know there's some holes in the story there's definitely some holes are in you this buying story. it eric 100%? no not at all okay see, that's fine that's i can see maybe you're a little rattled yeah were you nervous Oh yeah, dude, my heart was fucking okay. Bug. Okay, that changes dude, my, everything. My heart was good pumping. save, but but the thing is, in in something that like kind of clicked him, I was like, maybe my fucking eyes aren't that bad. Maybe I just didn't do what Kurt told me last year's just breathe. I'm like, do I remember telling myself just breathe? No, I didn't. So could have been off a little bit, but also could hey, I? Have I'm been gonna just buy you one of those stickers nervous. for your bedroom that says just breathe. Yeah, but just just breathe. But needless to say, <laughs> dude, there's, there's I I am I am going in and. If I got if I got twenty twenty vision, I will let one of you guys beat the shit out of me for doing chair. some something so stupid. <laughs> okay. But dude, I, I have noticed like I, I've been I've been like having to like look at shit and just like trying to focus on it. So I I don't think my eyesight got any worse than the last year. But if it went, sl- I don't know. I don't know. I'm not making excuses. I fucked up. I made a bad shot. And that's all you can do, man. All you Nothing. can do is own up to it. Hey, you get them next time. Okay, so then you get them next time. Yeah. I, Hopefully, at least hey, you missed it. But, but thing is, that type of flustered situation happens oh, yeah. all the time. I just felt like there might have been a little hole in your game. But it's also us just giving you a little bit of shit. But that happens though because that's what makes deer hunting so fun. Because if you were just so like easy peasy, like twenty five, I got this, and then shot, and it's just it makes it more fun. Yeah, on, 
on does. Like that's how you know how pumped that was. So well, especially the first doe of the season. Like dude, you the know, first deer you see in yeah. the stand. Yeah, you're just like little like oh. That's a, that's yeah. where I was at. A little so on like, edge for again, sure. I'm not trying to make excuses, but what I might, I might, my vision might have gone hey. to shit, dude. This is the around the age where my dad first had to get glasses. So let I don't me add know. this into Jordan Johnson, our producer from Combination Creative. He wanted to do the. Uh, <laughs> He wanted to do the tattoo bed again, and I, I, I told him I didn't want to do it. Um, I felt like he doubted me. I'm like because I didn't want to do it. Like I thought I'd be, I would lose, but I just didn't want to do the tattoo bed again. We, we we're going to do it differently. I have an idea for next year. Which, and I, by the way, I still got to get that. So everyone that's wondering, yeah, but you're not, you're not losing this year. If we, so he wanted to do the bet, but I have to add that if it was doing the bet this year, it'd be Steve and Jordan would be the only ones versing each other. So it's we'll me and Jordan last year. Yeah, so let's think about it. Jordan's the bold guy for making the bet. Yeah, he's a bold yeah. guy. Yeah, it's just. Uh, hey, it is. I guess it is maybe just, just really wants a tattoo. Well, I gotta respect that. <laughs> he might just want a tattoo. All right, so <laughs> great dude. So then let me let me catch up to to speed. So, and uh, if you guys follow me on, I'm I'm not making excuses by any means right now. But if you guys have seen me on, you know, some of my social media, I don't follow you. I've on social had media. I've had some car issues, and it's kept me out of a couple. Of, I, I will say about three or four days that I really wanted to go hunt. I've had to. Deal with car issues. It's, it's not. It's not anyone's fault. It's mine. Uh, some so nice. So look, at Eric's walking <laughs> out to pee for the first he's time. Dancing around. Yeah, he's, he's still making enough noise. <laughs> yeah. So I've had some car issues that have kept me out uh, out of being able to go out after work. But uh, a good buddy of ours from a team, Hanging Bang, wink, wink. Uh, he knows who he is. Well, uh, when, I, when I pick that beauty up, he's offered me a car. He's going to come in for a podcast soon. Oh okay, yeah, so you're gonna a, get a car. I'm, I want to move on with this because like, okay, and then and then so I, I will get to get to my weekend hunts and then I'm done. Okay, okay. So then the only exciting thing. So the night after I shot that doe, I was like, yeah, missed I, that doe, missed that doe. Yeah, I was I was I was discouraged. Sorry to correct you, but you know you go out there and you you go back after because it's like, hey man, you know shit Keep happens. Spewing lies out. Whatever. There. Uh, I I ended up seeing uh, sitting there saw two does. Come in that next sit. It was in the morning. I was uh, hunting with a good buddy of ours, Doug. And they never gave I me mean, a shot. But then I ended up seeing a little small basket rack, which a year ago I would have drawn on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is, uh, I, I remember at the end of my book episode, I said, dude, if I see another deer like that, I don't know if I'll draw on him. I'm proud of you. He came in and I, I felt nothing. I was like, wow. You know, and not that, not that like my heart wasn't racing because there was a deer there, but he came in and I'm like, yeah, I'll pass on him. And I'm I'm not going to lie to you guys here. When he stood there for like five, ten minutes, dude, I ranged him a couple times. I was thinking, I was like. You just don't touch your bow. I was like, do I do it? And then uh, what kept me from doing it was he turned his head and looked and just like had his head focused on where the CRP field is uh, at coming in. Because I was in the timber and there's a CRP fielder out there. So this deer came in, I go, oh, shit, is that a, like a doe? And it turns out to be a spike buck. Well, then I put video out there of those two fighting. And I, yeah, kinda, that was cool. Yeah, I've kind of seen cool. I've seen, kind of seen a couple of younger deer like that just kind of lock up. And they just kind of touch, you know, just gently, gently. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was filming it, and that shit got yeah, you violent. You should have filmed it sideways. I should have, and I, I broke my number one rule. I didn't think that. I didn't think these two little string beans were going to get into it like that. But, yeah, it turned violent really quick. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, and it was it was super cool to see that. So especially that early, those yeah. little bucks get feisty like that, man. When the cold it's weather insane. hits, they hey, if you listen to the latest episode of the Quisto series, when the cold weather hits, those bucks get feisty, and then they're like, oh, 
It's not time yet. They get all riled up, you know. They get all yeah. wrangly. So but the the start of my season, the bow blowing up, the Miss Deer, the car blowing up. Dude, it's just, it just hasn't been good. But but hey, the thing is. Fate keep, is in your own hands, sir. The fate's in my own hands. So I got to keep a positive outlook because. Right, we're going to start a GoFin, GoFundMe to get Steve a car no. because he refuses. It can, can to, only go uphill from here, right? It can only go uphill right, from here. Right but uh, I'm telling you guys, uh, I'm keeping a positive attitude because I didn't kill uh, a deer until this time last year, like within a couple days, and I killed that buck on like the hey, 21st. So the I'm, season is young, sir. It is it young. Is. And I'm tripping. I'm like, oh my god, two weeks are gone in October, but dude, I'm I'm trying to keep a positive dude, outlook. So this young. weekend, there's a lot of hunting left, man. Yeah, it is so a much lot hunting, of hunting, but I'm left. I'm gonna get after it. The the funny thing is, it feels that way every year. You're like, shit, but there's a ton of hunting left. Yeah, like all of November, 12, we like, have the rest shit. of October. Long we have days all of ahead. December. We have we have almost half over half of January. There's a lot of a lot of time left. left. Um, it, and it's nice to get it done early. You get antsy. Social media has a big impact on your mindset. Yeah, You're like, does for sure. I have to get the pressure and I have to get it done and all that. Well, so. I've seen all you boys and like you know tank and everything. Hey, and listen, hey, you're playing with the big boys. I know, hey, I know, hey, I know. Steve, you're Steve, you with us now? You in the mix of the big boys? Hey, you I are. You in the are. big boy club? But you know, hey, um, with the big boys. All right, hey, well. Steve, the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, shut up, Steve. Steve. <laughs> The big boys. Shut up. All right, go hey, ahead, Eric. You're with us. The, the big boys. Oh, my God. Hey, <laughs> big listen, boys. boys. Hey, get on your knees. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Stay on your knees, boy. <laughs> sit down over there. <laughs> sit on the ground. Put just, your butt right. Just, just, in the just corner. listen. Put just your listen. bottom right on the floor there. Okay. Just, just, just your mouth. I don't think you should be telling the person <laughs> you're interviewing. <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut, shut, shut your mouth. Doug, I think you were next, man. I am. Doug so, came in, stroking his mustache, slapping dude, Steve. No big deal. You know, I just show them how it's done. I show everybody how it's done, you know. Typical, typical. Start the, start the season out. Start the season out. I didn't get out October 1st because of Wednesday. I'm saving up time for November. Yeah, don't, you shouldn't course. have done that because it was terrible. I heard it was like 80 degrees anyway, so yes. didn't miss much. But come Friday, a cold front kind of came through. It was pretty nice. Mm. So I decided to go out and uh, I had to get my dough for a buck. And, well, you uh, guys are on an earn a buck program. Yeah, where earn you a buck hunt. program where yep. we hunt. So I went out, sat in uh, Eric's stand that we put up, and uh, what is that field? It's like rashes or something. Yeah, they, weird, they put like a food. It was just grass. Yeah. yeah, it was too wet for the bean for the crops this so, year. So they they put like a cover cover crop in there. Is that, oh, really? is that people you the hunt down there, or were you guys like, or is that just it's cool? on the it's installation the that they decision, did that? Yeah, basically, I think it's a what the farmer's decision. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, farmers. Okay. So I went over and sat down there. Good wind. You know, uh, a doe came out early. Did not come in range, which I was hoping she did. And then next thing I know, around like, not even that late, really, like 6, 15, a big body deer comes out. I'm like, oh, that's a buck for sure. Right. Of course, it's a 116-10-pointer. God. He's a good there, buck, man. Yeah, he was just, a good buck. Just out there chilling. He was like this guy right here. Yeah. Roughly. But buck I have hanging in the studio. Buck I killed last year. Yeah. Beautiful deer. Beautiful cape and everything. I was just staring at him for Beautiful cape. That's how you know minutes. Doug already yeah. thought about getting a mountain. Hey, 20 minutes, like, I was like, damn, that's a good cape. That's when a, a dude says deer. beautiful cape, that dude's hit, that dude's killed some deer. <laughs> yeah, dude, You was, know what I mean? Yeah. It was like perfect like yours. Oh, he'd be a too. great shoulder mount. But he was chilling out there. I ranged him at 58. Just hanging out. And then uh, a doe came out with him. And they kind of got spooky for some reason. Went back in the timber. Came did back the bu- out. Did the buck go in with them? Yeah. They both kind of just went and chilled. I don't know where they went, but uh, 15 minutes later, they came back out. And the buck did too? Yeah. Just out there eating. 
like 60 yards. And then for some reason, the doe came down towards me, which. It's that corner, man. That corner. Yeah. That, they, the they, it draws deadly. them in. Yeah. I don't know why. So she walked the timber line to me. I was like, there's no way she's coming in. There's no, she's going to cut in the timber and leave like usual. So I got my bow. She comes in like 20 yards, just sniffing around. And then she kind of got a little spooky. Maybe I didn't really scent crush my stuff as much as I should have. Probably. <laughs> I was a little sweaty too. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's early season. Yeah, what, were you watching season. Cops? <laughs> <laughs> On maybe, YouTube? Maybe. Yeah. Shark Week. <laughs> yeah, she came in like 20 yards, and I mean, I pulled back broadside and just let her eat and drilled her. She probably went, did the mule kick 20 yards in the timber and just piled up. That's awesome. It was awesome. perfect. I was like, Dang. oh. That buck's still going to be in there, but. Yeah, he, um, so when I shot her, she kind of took off, and he just kind of stood there for a while, ate a little more, and then just walked off. He didn't give a fuck. No, he didn't give a shit. No. That's crazy. Isn't that funny? Should have sent weird. one. He should have took a picture of that dead doe and then sent one at that buck you, like, hey, time frame. Send me those pictures. We'll post that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. For the story. Of the buck. Yeah. 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 yeah of the buck. Hey, did you, a see, nice deer. did yeah. you see anything else out there? Oh, yeah. I had a bobcat come. Well, while they were eating out there still, a bobcat came right under me. I was like, oh, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty nice sized bobcat, too. Could you, you ever seen one in person before? Uh... No, I haven't seen one there before, but uh, I've never been that close. In real life, have you seen one, though? Yeah. I had one, like, uh, on the farm two years ago, cleaning itself at 60 yards. Really? Well, we can, had that. Remember not... the family of them in Missouri? Oh, yeah. Remember we had we had the mama and then probably three or four cubs, yeah. and they sat there and just played on this dead tree for really an hour, probably. Yeah. Can you not, oh, can you not kill one in Iowa? Uh, I think, like, you November, can. You gotta have, oh, November gonna... 5th, if you want to, like, land, you gotcha. can shoot one in the DNR. I'll give you a tag. Oh, otherwise, really? you gotta have a fur bear's tag. Yeah, but you have to, is but it, it something a, you have to draw? There's a beautiful no, bobcat. No, you just gotta buy a fur bear's tag. No shit. Dude, what do you think bobcat backstraps taste like? like I don't shit. know, but I wouldn't mind having that one mounted. I don't know. That was pretty sweet. That's cool, <laughs> man. That's awesome. I bet you'll kill that buck. Uh maybe. That's Eric's. Would you shoot him if he came in? If yeah, could? I mean, I would have shot it right away. But you didn't have a shot though. Nah, yeah, like, and I couldn't have. This shot stand is so easy though. It's probably a hundred yards off the road on this little one That's acre. Such a weird spot. It's a weird spot because it's a one acre, probably a one acre patch. Uh, usually it's beans. Mm-hmm. And it's all surrounded by timber. Besides a little lane to come yeah, in for the combine, so it's just all surrounded. And then where it's surrounded by the road, there's probably only twenty feet from the road timber than this field so yeah, it's, it's like a three minute walk but it's hidden somehow like perfect yeah, all that timber and huh. it's an awesome dose they feel comfortable there they come out there well it's all surrounded by timber so they yeah. i think they feel super comfortable yeah there. yeah um so then i think during this time what day was that do you know um october 5th <clears throat> so right pretty much within the first week and yeah. then austin chandler killed a big doe big one, um, mm-hmm. out of the lone wolf custom gear set and then Cameron Tank killed a doe too, like within a day of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who killed first. I can't remember. People um, started knocking them after that. Yeah, so then they knocked them down. So I was in Oregon the entire yeah. time for this, and then oh yeah. Uh, so I'm like ah, like I'm, I'm in this weird like mixed area of like I'm doing a different type of hunting, a crazy experience. Like yeah. in, in Oregon, cha- and I chased them with a bow. And this story all come out, but chased them with the bow for half the trip. Of course, I'm with the loophole guys. Like hey. You know, rifles are cool, too. <laughs> pull that green more out, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> let that fucker I'm like well, let's try it. And then I'm like, all right, let's do this. This is going to be fun. So um, while you guys are killing whitetails, I, I did say at one point when I was in camp, I'm like, ah, everyone's at home killing whitetails. This is the first time in my life I've never hunted, like, October 1st, like the first weeks of October. Like, <laughs> right. this is kind of eating me alive, you know. And uh, 
and they got what I'm saying. Like I'm missing like that home life a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm like also experiencing some new, some new shit. So I wasn't like real. I wasn't actually bummed, but I had a little bit of that like whitetail fever ate me up. So I get home last Friday. I take Saturday off. I wanted to hunt, but because it was cold too, and I'm like, fuck. That cold oh, front came through, dude, man. You, oh man. Hey, I got a family. I gotta be. I gotta be dad, dude. That Saturday dad morning family man. That yeah. Saturday morning sucked. <clears throat> so, um, Sunday, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go out for a morning hunt because I just moved in too. Like, I moved in and then left on a hunt. So, like, I have boxes everywhere and stuff. So, God I bless have, your like, wife and little baby. Yeah, they're the best. So, I went out <laughs> Sunday morning in a spot that I knew was uh, what I consider low pressure, but it's the spot I hung. Uh, early last season, I just left it up. I knew it was going to be good. It's one of those mm-hmm. spots that if you just hang in there and sit there long enough, a buck is, is going to come by. It's going to cruise by eventually. Yeah, yep. that, that buck I call Creepy. Oh, yeah. He, he's always there. Uh, have you got, you got any trail cam pics of him? Got, yeah, we got one of them. Kill him. Yeah, I got three or four. This year. He's, he's pretty big, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's cool. Yeah, he's real cool. Split twos and threes. Real cool buck. Shit. Um, and it's just by coincidence. He, uh, two, so if people don't remember the story. Two years ago, this buck Creepy, I spelled... I spell it C R I P I. He uh, about <laughs> ran me over, literally about ran my ass over. I see his ours, eyes are super dark. His like, eyes are just blacked out. It's weird. Like around his eyes are black. He looks like he's just looking through you. It's really weird. He's a, <laughs> for for the first year. I thought he was inbred. Like I, I I don't know his eyes look real weird his head's kind of was he did he have a Molly Hatchet fucking song playing around what gave you that he's inbred he's an Alabama fan well, his skull's kind of weird shaped and his antlers are real like naughty like his uh like not naughty but like naughty <laughs> naughty like, naughty not the Jamaicans he got that naughty dread man yeah <laughs> it, but his antlers are, like bumpy and curvy and real weird and I found one of his sheds last year. And he was a big, he was big last year. Like not huge, but good. And this year he's, he's the same. But I remember, he's still... the, I, I remember vividly the video he sent me. Like the deer's walking me, like yeah, that's far enough. Yeah, like, like, you I, tell him like you're a security guard, like you're a cop. Like that's far enough, buddy. Uh, calm down for your pace. <laughs> yeah, I had to like it's all fun and fun and jokes, and then uh, it's cool yeah, I had yeah. to like call him off. I was like, that's that's close. It's like enough. Hey, hey, back up, home before you get knocked the fuck out. You yeah. know? I <laughs> thought about shooting him honestly. And that was two years ago. But now, you know, like I remember he told me last year, dude, creepy's back. He's put on a little bit, and then I think this year. I guess it was this year. You're like, yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> I don't know. what to, I didn't see him at all last year, though. He just evaded me. I thought maybe he did have a picture of him or something. I had pictures of him. Or maybe he found his I had shed. pictures of him, and I found a shed, but That's I never saw him. I've never seen him on the hoof. Which is crazy, yeah. So anyway, uh, okay, I go out. is what I consider a low-pressure spot. It's hard to explain. It's just on the edge of shit. It's not, like, huh? in the woods. It's off of – it's literally 30 yards off of a, like, farmer's road to get to his crop. It's a grass road. They mow the road. It's right there. Like, I can see it feels lame as hell when you sit there. You're just like, ah, this feels dumb. Yeah. It, it's, but it's a good spot. <laughs> yeah. And so I sat there. But keep in mind, this is my first whitetail sit of the year <laughs> after I've gone to South Dakota and just chase shit around like rapidly with my bow and on foot and walking after them, seeing them and going after them. Mule deer, I walked and hiked and walked and hiked and went after him, shot him off from the ground, and then I come back first day and I sit in a tree stand. <laughs> I remember you were texting you're, you're in a texting, tree. You're texting the OG's group and you're like, dude, he's like, I don't want to sound like a like an ass, but I don't know how it's gonna be after you just went on these 
chased on like planes. Adventure and then, went, and then you went on like so you went from the planes to like the hills. And you're like, how how in the hell am I going to go from that to just sitting in a tree, <laughs> straight timber, and then straight timber, just like sitting there? Like you were like, hey, it's 500 yards that way. All right, let's plan our go around <laughs> this. And now win. you're just like. Shit, now I just got to stay here. That's exactly it. Cause the like, fuck, bro? In our country, <laughs> you don't see a whitetail, and you're like, hey, let's make a move on yeah. him. The wind's doing this. All right, hey, yeah. I'm going to go way the fuck that way. You watch me from here, and I'm going to stop. It just doesn't happen. Right, I right. Mean, it's, it, not, it's not how it, how it goes around here. It so can it, happen, okay. but it, No, hold on. Paint a picture for me, because I want to hear it. Like, your first, like, you get in the state. Because did you go, uh, was it a full morning hunt, or was it? Yeah, I was yeah, in, you in the dark. Okay, so, oh, yeah, I remember you called me. Yeah, and we, and we talked, yeah. And you're like, hey, you going hunting today? I was like, yeah. And you're like, all right, well, I'm uh, I'm heading to the spot. Like, okay. Paint me a picture of your first, like, 15 minutes in the stand and then the first 15 minutes after dark. Like, what's going through your mind? You're like, fuck, I got to sit here all day? Well, after dark. He, he didn't uh, sit I'm there sorry, all day. When you get, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your first 15 minutes after, after daybreak. That's what I meant to say. Oh, I felt good at first. It was just like after, like, a half hour, I was like, fuck like this is kind of like a hard but it was also good because it's just me getting back in the mindset because opening day i, I kind of do the same shit i'm like oh i have to kind of like adjust to my patience again i'm like all right yeah. here we are you gotta wait like you know it's only 7 30 like you gotta sit here a lot longer like mm-hmm. just like nut up you'll get used to it and, and i, I just feel get, like i feel like that first hit too like you're fiddle fucking around trying to get yeah. your backpack in the right spot yeah. get your bow hung up and get your shit in the right pockets in your pack right you're yeah. like you're totally oblivious to whatever the hell else is going on yeah so that's what i was doing i was kind of sitting there but i knew like i kind of have the i really paid attention i knew like the deer wouldn't get there till a little later because i know where they're working from it's a weird it's a hard area to explain so here I am. I'm like eight thirty. It's like my magic time. I'm like eight deer come, are always around about eight thirty. That is exactly what time I had those those bucks fighting. It was eight twenty seven, and then the next day I had two similar bucks, not the same ones, but eight. You know why eight thirty always sticks in my mind? Because when I killed my first deer ever with a bow, like years ago, I always said like, "Damn, I feel like I've been sitting here for hours." Eight thirty was eight like an hour and a half. <laughs> eight thirty, I killed my first deer ever, and so ever since then, I'm like eight thirty. You wait till eight thirty, and then you wait a little longer, and then maybe you wait a couple hours longer. It just depends what you got to do. See, well, I feel like mornings morning sits feel a lot longer than evening sits for me. I agree. Here, because I, 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 I like your theory because in morning sits your hunt gets worse as the hour goes yeah, on, right? Yeah. And afternoon sits your hunt gets better. I want, yeah, I, I want to show this. Like, I love that you've you've always said that since we've started this mm-hmm. podcast. This is something that rang true with me, and this I. I I had this experience last year, and it's been it, dude. It it really helps me put things in perspective. Okay, when I first started Tinder, the very first like I got was at four o three in the afternoon on a random. That doesn't mean that that's when the ladies are looking. That just happened to be that particular female thought. I was a suitable male. So you cannot plan hunts Don't around 403. I like it. Quit trying to church it up, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. If a chick likes you at 403 in the up, afternoon, dude. doesn't mean that every day at four in the, 403 in the afternoon you need to be on Tinder. It just happens, bro. Just be around as much as you can. Be there. Back to it, though. <laughs> that was pro- I just got stupider after listening Shut to up, that. stupid. You know that's good advice for everybody out there. So anyways, back to my story <laughs> real quick. I'm sitting there. I'm like kind of feeling impatient. And then I hear some crunch and I look down. I'm like, here comes some deer. And it was like, there's a doe. 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 
Jesus, there's a doe. I'm like, wow, like that's a well, surprise it's, it's shooter doe. It's time to clip and a couple of these fuckers. They were all mature. One looked young, but all of them were mature does. I'm like, well, I'm going to shoot a doe. Like, so here's a little lesson learned for everybody that hunts in Illinois or anywhere you can do this. I always buy two combination tags, which is an either sex tag, which is your buck tag, and an antlerless tag. Uh-huh. And I buy two of those because I can in Illinois with a bow. You can kill two bucks with a bow. I buy two tags because you never know when you shoot one buck and you that other buck hears some commotion and he comes in to check it out and you can shoot him too. You just never know. Rarely happens. Never happened to me. But the year it does, I'm going to be fucking ready. There you go. And DNR will not be at my door. So I buy two of these tags. comes with two doe tags. I have a big family. When I say big family, like I have 14 nieces and nephews. I have a lot of brothers-in-law um, set up. I have some sister-in-laws. Like all of them like deer meat. Everybody wants deer meat. And I have a lot of deer meat already. But So these deer come in. I draw back. I'm getting ready. Here's the beautiful thing about a kisser. I wasn't on my kisser. I was drawn back, getting ready to shoot this door. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not on my kisser. I got excited. This is the first year of the year, going back to Steve's yeah, situation. Right. I set up on my kisser, find my peep. I'm like, whoo, that would have been close. Get this doe stop. She's at 20. Pinwheel. She goes, dies in the beans, standing beans. The other deer run out. One, uh, they, they're like kind of like, what happened? You know, because it was just clean and smooth. They run out. Another doe's at 40. I range her, I range her with the loophole. I'm like, and she's just chilling there. And I'm like, she's going to run by the time I range her and get yeah, ready. Right. I click. I'm like, I got another doe tag and the leaf's ready to eat. Roll my HHA to 40, draw back, pinwheel her better than I pinwheeled the 20 yard one. Roll her. She dies in the beans. Kurt is out here like Street Fighter, like the video game, just whooping doe's asses. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit, red. So I hop down. What's cool about it is I have a trail camera right where those does walked. I checked it today and realized this today. So this is I killed those deer uh, Sunday. This is a Wednesday we're recording. I click on there. I have the first doe I shot on trail camera. The next picture is my arrow in the ground. Oh, that's awesome. No that's that's I'll, I'll have to grab you it. You have to post that shit yeah. <laughs> for sure. So it's super cool. So I realized from flying, because I use my hunt, my Badlands pack as my personal item on the plane on the way to Oregon. <clears throat> I get down. I'm like, cool. I'll grab these does. I'll clean them real quick. Throw them in the truck. Head home. Take yeah, a that nap. That sounds like deal. an easy plan, but. Deal. Yeah, take a nap. I feel like uh, it ain't going to be that easy, is it? So Kurt? I get down. I'm like, all right, let me grab my knives. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't have my knives because I couldn't have, I couldn't have flown with my knives when my packs my hunting had them so I left my knives at home because I figured like when I was in Oregon somebody else would have some knives because I flew there like what right. do you want me to right. do like, I, I could have knives I could have checked them whatever you know you know what I'm like saying that. you don't want to deal with the TSA <clears throat> so I'm digging through my truck I'm like fuck and I just moved so all my knives I normally have on the bench next to my toolbox yep. they ain't there they're not they're in a box somewhere <laughs> they're in a box somewhere. so I'm like fuck. So he grabs a butter the, knife out of the kitchen. Let me oh, remind dude. you that first that first doe I shot was in the middle of a fucking bean field, like didn't die like on the edge. So I find the nearest finger that I could like kind of back my truck up along the beans, get her in. By the way, if you load a non gutted deer in the back of your pickup truck by yourself, you have to load them front first. I didn't have a sheet of plywood. I know that trick. I didn't have a sheet of plywood. You have to get their front legs. And lop them in. It's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. So I, did, I loaded two of them. Big pain in the ass. Get the fuck out of there. Come home. Call my brother-in-law. I'm like, hey, I shot two does. I got plenty of meat between my antelope and my mule deer, and I'm going to keep one of these does. Would you like one of these deer for your family? And he's like, 
hell yeah, that's awesome. I'll come get one. And, you know, I already tagged it and did all that. So well, Jake, but you have to clean them. My brother-in-law. Well, that's a funny thing. <laughs> so I didn't. I couldn't find my knives at home. I take them in the backyard of my house. I have a little two-inch blade knife. I find. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, this will work. A little Swiss Army knife you got when you're four years old. Basically, <laughs> clean one deer, it goes dull as shit. Dude, I remember getting a phone call. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just hanging out. What are you doing? Hey, would you like me to tell this story? Yeah, do, you want, do you want to tell your version? You're like, dude, I moved. I didn't check my knives. Do you have any knives? I was like, yep, we will be on the way here briefly. Try and bring some knives down. And it's just, yeah, when you move it, that was probably the last thing on your mind when you moved. Yeah, it's I was just, just like, dude, because it, like, it's like. They were I on just the bench. I knew where they were at when I moved. I was like, and just, I have so much shit going on. Trust me, moving yeah. sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it's like you, you probably think of th- shit like now that you're like, dude, four months ago, you would have thought about it. I was like, oh, fuck, where the I'm fuck is I'm still trying that? to look for shit after moving. <laughs> and I moved uh, a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm still looking for shit. It's just one of those things, man. They were near my toolbox, right next to them, right uh, next to my arrow saw. When we moved, it, the garage was the last thing that moved, so everyone just like shoveled shit off the workbench into boxes. you were over it. You are over it. Like, just yeah. fucking throw shit in boxes like, and let's go. Let's move. And, and it might be, it, it's my fault, whatever. So... Anyway, I got him clean. It's a pain in the ass. The first deer, it was like, oh, it's all good. And then second deer, the the knife was just shot. Just like, dull. Yep. So, but I got him clean. Um, but it was awesome, man. Two big does, first sit in Illinois, and uh, lots of meat, lots and lots of meat. Good. Good. So I'm, uh, I'm honestly going to hook up. So for people that are like, well, you killed an antelope, you killed a mule deer, and you killed two does. You can't eat all that meat. Well, right. One, I could if I wanted. But yeah, um, I gave one to my brother-in-law. Um, my sister and her husband take a lot of it. I give my mom a lot of it. Um, my wife and I kill or eat a lot of it. Um, friends and family, they, they eat this meat up, man. Hey, dude, Papa, Papa Dave clearly is not hungry yet because he hasn't uh, hasn't slayed anything yet. When Papa Dave gets hungry, that's when he kills shit. It's happening, man. He's, get, he's getting there. Oh, Papa Dave's going to slay so anyway, fucking giant. Same day, here. Eric, it's your turn to take over the store. Oh, yeah. 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 So I went out. I never miss opening day. Well, at least I tried not to. I went out opening day and it was, it was fucking miserable. Hot, yeah. It was like eighty two degrees, and the only property I had was down by a river, so it was eighty two degrees, and the skeeters? mosquitoes were <laughs> fucking insane. Skeeters. I'm like, I got to do it. I got to go sit opening day. Whatever that goes by, then that cold front starts to come in. So I, I sat, I think uh, three nights that week. You know, seen a lot of does, seen a lot of shit moving. Um, just nothing, nothing, none of the bucks I've had on camera. So, I mean, it was, but it's still early. Yeah. So I wasn't that worried about it. I just wanted to get out there. It's been a whole year since we've been in the woods. So I'm like, I need to go sit. Right. Can clear my mind a little bit. Doug shoots his doe. You shoot your doe that morning. And that was, that was a Sunday. Yep. Yeah. We, Sunday morning. Doug, me and Doug went out that, that Friday before that. Yeah. It was Friday. And that's when it was like eighty mile an hour winds, yeah, freezing. That was miserable. We didn't see. I saw like one doe. Yeah, I think I seen that little fork buck run. They don't by. like high bit. wind, from no. my experience. No, no, I think they and just. I, was, I think, think they both, just hang low. Everything's we were, moving, man. We were yeah. both kind of in fields too. Like I don't feel like they don't like being out in the wind and because I was field. in my stand where Doug shot his doe, so I'm like, that's a good doe spot. I need to get my doe yet down where we hunt. So I'm, like, I'm going to sit there. High winds. That first little fork buck runs across the field about, like, 3 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. They're going to start moving. 
Nope, I didn't see a single deer after that. And I think the, that too that that high wind they just don't get up and move until that wind starts to die down. Yeah. Um. Here, here's the thing about that. Um. And I talked to Kurt. So two years ago, hand me a beer. Yeah. Y'all take one too, please. You good? I'm good. Eric. Thank you. So uh, two years ago, good boy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Two years ago, when I uh, when my when my old man fell out of uh, fell off the roof, the first time I got to go out and hunt was about a week later, and it was windier than fuck, and uh, I just I couldn't really get up in a tree stand, dude. It was like I was because my dad just fell. I was like, damn, I was tripping. It was windier than shit. Uh, I ended up shooting a doe because I, I'd seen some deer moving, and I I remember shooting that doe, and it was windy. As shit, and she she moved. I, I and I always thought, eh, maybe they won't move when it's super windy. But I do remember seeing a lot of deer moving that super windy. Like it day. was super windy. I think the wind was, was like, like twenty one miles an hour, and then with the gust, it was like thirty four or something. Oh, okay, so it wasn't quite. I think the gust ended up being like twenty five. Yeah. So, so I don't know if there's a threshold there. I'm just saying this from my experience, right, and everybody's right. experience is different. But that was one of the reasons why I was like, oh, shit, and I hunted from the ground in it shooting a doe but i just had that that factor of i'm like dude it's it's gusty enough that crane operators wouldn't work right you know right, what i mean right because it's 25 mile hour winds them fuckers are like oh, i'm just making 90 bucks an hour doing nothing just bro. sitting here <laughs> yeah <laughs> reading the newspaper so, but but i could be wrong maybe it's it's those maybe bucks don't move and that I, I i don't know i don't know either but so then that was friday me and Doug are driving home, and the wind's supposed to be worse on Saturday. So we're like, <laughs> should we go? It's like a two-hour drive. I'm like, we're like, fuck that. We're not going out Saturday. We're going to just leave. It, let it sit. Mm-hmm. So we go down. We leave home at 10 o'clock on Sunday. We're like, we're going to go down, pull Doug's stand, and we're going to move it to a different to a buck spot. Cause we, usually we go down and set up doe, spot, doe stands first, and then once we get our does, we pull the yeah. stands and move them to buck spots. So we go down 10 o'clock. We get there about... 11 30 or so and we're walking in making all kinds of noise well we get to our spot get a truck i'm like i'm gonna bring my bow just in case you never know what's gonna happen we got like what a mile walk back in there that's <laughs> pretty far back it's far back <laughs> in yeah there. you might as well bring a fucking bow hey right. or if you're a saddle hunter on a forum eight miles eight miles eight okay miles, yeah Dude, it's like I'm kidding. He's up, everybody. <laughs> uh, dude, I, dude, I roasted. I roasted. It was a guys. joke. It was a joke. I got jokes and jokes and spaghetti. spaghetti. I remember the the, the the one genuine laugh I ever got out of Kurt Sorry. was when uh, we were talking to Connor at the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest. Like, where'd you go? He's like, man, what tacos? It was like a five mile walk. I'm like, what the fuck is it with you public land guys? You guys always talk about how many miles you walk. This ain't fucking Lord of the Rings. Right? <laughs> shit about the mile. It's here. I got I got him to pop again. <laughs> this shit is hilarious. This is like fucking- I put, shut up, dude! Like, every, if you're if you're one of them fucking guys, put a Fitbit on and prove it. Yeah, there ain't no, you know there how ain't far no public, six miles is on public. There ground? is no like, public ground around here that's six miles long. There's always some way shorter to where you're at. Like, For sure, dude, just because you took the long way to prove us on social media, bro. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> Yo, bro, I put 15 hey, miles on. Like, with but the, the wind though, I had oh, to do it for bro, the wind, bro. I had to yeah. fucking wrap around the wind the whole fucking property. Right. All 36. I had to climb eight. the roof of a Casey's to fucking get over there, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You know how fucking uh, you know how many miles you get climbing six silos. 
<laughs> one. Sorry, Eric. One. We interrupted. No, you're story. fine. You're fine. <laughs> By the way, we're kidding. For all you saddle hunters, you guys are pretty much the liberals of the hunting industry, dude. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, dude, that was meat hunters. So it was originally meat hunters were the libs coming in hot right there. <laughs> the libs hey, of the hunting world. But now you hot. want to go saddle hunters? I'm just kidding. I'm, all I'm saying is the worst of you guys make the whole group look like a bad name, just like vegans. I'm sure there's some nice vegans, but hey, bro, you want to saddle hunt some meat does this weekend? Hey. Tighten up. You know what I mean? Saddle hunting meat does, bro. I'm kidding. We have love for everyone. I love saddle hunting, too. It's good. Because we're just talking It's shit. just too easy to make fun of you guys. Hey, by the way, if anybody takes offense to this, um, you can take your uh, uh, opinion. If you're offended by anything we said, uh, just take it and uh, shove it right up your... Oh, I'm sorry. The saddle's in the way of your ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Here we I'm go. fucking with you. Here we go. Jesus. All right, we're kidding. Stir in the pot. I'm just we're stirring the pot. My we're kidding. God. Steve's going to fall out of his tree stand this yeah. weekend. <laughs> dude, dude. Hey, you can't... Fall out of a saddle, bro. Uh, you can you can fall off a tree stand when the uh, top strap breaks. Wink, wink. Uh, no, no, okay. Uh, I'll tell you guys later. I don't get that one. I don't either. You just killed my buzz. Funny story, yeah. bro. Funny story, bro. Dude, fuck you, Steve. Saddle hunters are way cooler than you. We just made it look like we hate saddle hunters. We don't. Like, I really like saddle hunters. <laughs> I love the tethered guys. Like, Greg's like a really fun, well, the nicest dude in the industry. Yeah. Come um, around. We just hate Steve. Hey, Kurt, Kurt. Yeah. If if both of us are hanging by a thread uh, on the edge of a cliff and one guy's in a saddle and I'm holding on with my you know like I'm holding on with one hand and this guy's in a saddle, who are you saving first? Dude, I'm stomping on your hand. You're a fucker. <laughs> stomping on your hand I was, for I was, sure. I was, I was like, like, God, that saddle guy's dude, gonna be fine long enough to me help you. He's no, Mufasa in your ass. Dude, the dude the saddle <laughs> put enough is. effort in to get some shit done. <laughs> Why are you hanging off a cliff, bro? I'm trying to get these fucking river. Bottoms. Dude, I walked six miles to get here to kill this 120 inch, bro. And I'm like, all right, dude, fuck Steve then, bro. I know it's a 120 foot drop, but that deer ain't never gonna fucking smell me. To drop, dude. <laughs> Got them thermals. <laughs> thermals. That guy's hunting fucking canyons. He's super hardcore. Canyons yeah, fucking chalk up his fucking hands before he gets into it. Okay. Sorry, guys. This got way out of hand. No, Jesus. it is. It's fine. Eric, sorry about your story. Sorry, dude. I don't even remember where I was at. Um, Me so we went and uh, we took my stand down. Yeah, we took the stand down, making all kinds of fucking racket because we're like, it's fucking noon, you know? Yeah. yeah. Making me no deer out. Getting kind of careless, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's understood. And we're walking back. Doug's clanking off the yeah. steps and the stand and everything. And also he's like, shit. I'm like, oh, what? He's like, there's a deer right there. I'm like, where? And I, I immediately dropped my knees. So we're kind of yeah, in this like were, tall grass shit. Yeah, the field we're in is like, they didn't get it planted either. So it's just tall grass. Like It's just like weeds and stuff growing up. It's tall grass. It's a bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I see the deer. He's like, there's two of them, but I can only see the one. And it's. 30 yards broadside, yeah, I don't know. perfect shot. I don't I'm like, know okay, not see cool. Coming, but. So I knock an arrow. I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to shoot this fucker at 30 yards. And Doug's standing up, and this doe is, or this deer is looking right at him, and he's with his binos up, and he's like, that's a button buck. I'm like, shit, we can't shoot button bucks. We can, but it won't count for our doe oh, no in shit. the plant. Damn. Yeah, right. So I'm like, shit. He's like, but there's another one beyond that. And I can't see her. So I'm like, I can't see her. He's like, well, just stand up. So I stand up, and I can see her at this point. But there's no shot at all on this deer. Yeah, it's like the one was at 30. Well, the other one, like four, probably 50 from where we were. 50 from where we were. And so I'm like, okay. So I start army crawling through this grass to get to, to the other side of this, the first deer, so I can see this other one. 
and she's just stand, they're just standing there eating. So I stand up and I'm like, binos. Yep, that's a doe. Range it. She's at 37, but she's walking away. So mm-hmm. all I can see is her ass. I'm like, shit. So I put the HHA on 40, and she keeps like kind of quartering away each way. Right, kind of meandering. Right, and meandering, but not giving me that full broadside shot. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I put on 40. She's at 37 when I range her. I draw back, and she takes the, I mean, she's closest to broadside than she's ever been. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I got to let one rip. <laughs> so I shoot. It makes the loudest smack. Smack. Mud flies in the air, and she falls over. I'm like. Oh, you rolled her. Oh, I rolled her ass. Was, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. I was watching the whole time. And just, really? You and Doug's standing there. Just fly I mean, right up. Right when he hits, you hear the smack, and mud like, just. Oh, yeah, she's good. Uh, what was pr- the mud? I don't. Like her from her hooves or something. Just kicked, kicked it up when she yeah. fell. Well, I, I, well, yeah, I think. Well, she ran just like five yards, so I think she like darted one way. Oh, yeah. So like the, her hooves All right. flung the dirt up. I don't know. So paint me a picture. I, 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 I picture Doug just put a fat lipper in, and he's watching her. There she's down, bud. No, I no. yeah, I mean kind of, but <laughs> kind of. That's awesome. But it was, it was just, and I never shot one from the ground, or I have the mule deer, but not, never whitetail like yeah. that. And we, like, she goes down, and I look at Doug, I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck just <laughs> happened? You know, because we were making all kinds of noise. Kind of crazy, yeah. It was crazy, and we were just appalled by it. And we walk up to her, and she was quarter and harder than I thought. And I went in her hind, and it went out the front shoulder. Oh, shit. So it shit. went totally through the deer. No shit. But but it kind of, I think when she fell, it kind of kicked the arrow. It didn't, the arrow didn't go all the way through. Wow. Uh-huh. So I think when she fell, it kind of kicked it back out her hind. Yeah, yeah. But when I butchered it, that whole front shoulder was exploded. <sighs> yeah, isn't that crazy? It, it was, was insane. weird, yeah, because like he pulled his arrow out, and it was like, it looked like what four inches of penetration. Like so, when she fell. It must have kicked the arrow back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the broadhead was closed too. Dude, it I looked like it, was just it looked like the oh, broadhead didn't even open. Yeah, it oh, was really? weird. Yeah, I've had. Um, I know what you're talking about. Like I've shot some deer that, like the arrow goes in. You still? Did you have an exit hole? Well, see, I didn't think I did at first, and then because <clears throat> up by her shoulder there was like. You know how when they fall over, it kind of disrupts the fur a little bit? Yeah. Where there's like a little spot. Yeah. So I didn't think that was next to the hole. I'm like, oh, she just fell on that side. Yeah. And then when he, we went to butcher, you know, you take the skin off, and that whole that whole shoulder was just blood clotted. Oh, okay. really? So we're like, what the hell? Usually that happens with an exit or an entry hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we finally look inside, and you can see it go all the way through the shoulder. Well, oh, I've shit. had... Um, that's really that's interesting. I've had I've shot deer that have like passed through, but like the arrow didn't go like through into the dirt, like to where like right. a deer, I had a deer. My first buck actually, which is uh, hanging out here in this other room outside the studio. Like when I shot him, he was quartering away. It poked through the broadhead, went all the way through, passed through. So he's going to bleed out both sides. But him running somehow, the arrow kicked back out through the entry hole, and the arrow was whole still. Yeah. But like right. when you find the deer, there's there's two holes in the deer. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's um, like when we walked up and I seen where the arrow hit, I was like, how'd this deer, I hit her and she ran like three yards and died. Hey, same, same like thing. Like, it not be a lethal. And then me and Doug were immediately like, oh, you hit that. Because there's a main artery that runs up through that back leg. Like, yeah. You hit that artery. Texas heart shot. 
Yes, yeah, so, so, <laughs> I was like thing. five inches from a Texas hard shot where it went in, and then it, <laughs> it's a good quarter and away shot though if you can do it like you yeah. did. Right, and that's it awesome, was, dude. It worked out good. The kind of same similar situation on my buck. So remember when I told you because a week before I was like, oh fuck, I shouldered a deer. Yeah, but your buck wasn't quartered that hard. No, he wasn't quartered that hard. But like, yeah, when I when I saw that arrow coming out, like that's what I thought. I was like, oh shit, I didn't get a pass through. But when when upon further review, there was blood coming out both sides. It was like that's kind of fucking weird that it pushed out. How yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's where how an arrow will push out. Yeah, a lot of times you'll get an arrow that hits through both like skin surfaces on each side of the deer, but it doesn't like zip through like you want and sticks in the dirt. Like especially right, from right. the ground, it's it's a little. Di- I feel like it's just different. Like your angle of shot is different, and plus it, you're not going to shoot a deer from the ground and have it go all the way through and stick in the ground like a tree stand angle yeah, would sure, anyway. Sure. So. Yeah, because um, if it would have went all the way through, it would have been gone. probably 10, 15 yards past the deer, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah I was it, – it was the best-case scenario for yeah. that, for what we were doing. Like 12, 20, no. 12.20 in the afternoon. Fuck yeah, we now got in there. Awesome. Yeah, it was – Now it's time for bucks, dude. Yeah, yeah, now we're buck hunting, Shit. which is Give me crazy. nux, man, because you were last on, last year. Doug, this is Air Nux. Well, and that's the – Steve was uh, – Steve and Jordan are the only two. Yep. Yeah. Ross hasn't killed one, but he's—I don't think Ross has hunted yet. I think yeah, he's, he has, he's working. So that's a, that's a, the caveat. The, the day Ross hunts is probably a fucking doomsday yeah. for me. Well, and that was two of my goals this year was to actually kill a deer. You know, because <laughs> well, last you year a muley. you killed a muley. Buck. I did kill a muley, but True. I wanted to. Did book, you not kill a doe last year? Yeah. No. Oh fuck! Oh, I thought you did. I late, did. I did late muzzleloader. Late muzzleloader. Oh yeah, late yeah, yeah, yeah. muzzleloader with a bow, though, right? Or with a muzzleloader. That was with a muzzleloader. Oh, no. okay. So with well, a bow. Well, you got one, man. And I wanted to butcher my own deer for one for the first time. Okay. Yeah, so dude. I, I'm wanting to get a meat grinder and stuff. See, that's why I want because it's so fucking expensive anymore. I know it's intimidating to like because you have to just buy the meat grinder. Where we always Smiths is right here, right? You know, and they right. were a sponsor for the first uh, two years of our podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, dude, we got processing yeah. right here. We'll and just... I've never skinned a deer or quartered it out or deboned it or anything. Yeah. So I actually had a buddy of mine come over and he walked me through the steps. And yeah, the biggest thing is getting that hide started, man. It's, yeah. it can be a have pain in the ass. Have you seen that golf ass, ball you know? trip? Our good buddy, uh, Brandon Bequeeth, he, uh, I, I, I have seen to... videos yeah, of that. But, but I we... helped him with, uh, or his, his wife shot a deer. So we did my antelope, we quartered and my yeah. mule deer, we quartered. It's, it's pretty easy. It's, with like my mule deer, I'm doing a skull mount, so I just like cut down on each side of it and peeled them open and oh, laid yeah. it out like a like a tarp, like the stem. Yeah. And we just like the front shoulder's just muscle. You yeah. just cut along, and there's no ball socket. It's Isn't just that weird? Peel, it's just not by muscle. It's crazy. And then when, when I shot him, he was I front right shoulder. I went through the front right shoulder all the way through, and his leg was just like once I skinned him, his leg just pulled off. <laughs> See, we we hung it like you you would do at the processor from the back legs. You know, yeah, so you cut yeah. around the leg. Yeah. And then just start kind of slowly peeling at it, and then eventually you can just take it and rip it down. It was easier yeah. than I thought it would ever be. Yeah, skinning's easy. It's really yeah. easy, especially if you're like going to do a cape. You just skin them down. Like you can just cut around like where you need for a shoulder mount, like halfway down the body. Give them a little extra, and then you just skin out. Then once you get to the upper part of the neck, then you can just twit like cut that joint and twist it off and give them the whole head with the right, cape. That right. way they can skin out the head. I'm not. I'm not about going to. Caping, yeah. <laughs> I'm not caping yeah, shit man, out yet. Caping's up. easy until you get to the face. Like yeah. I yeah. let the taxidermist do that because they they can do that how they want to do it. Right. right. So man, That's we got some deer t- down. We got one, two, three, four. Well, all all year we got an antelope down. So yeah. there's one animal. We got a mule deer down. There's yeah. two. We got Doug's 
yep. dough. We got Eric's dough, and we got my two. And then we'll, we'll Tank's got a dough, and Austin's got a dough. Fuck it, we'll count those. We got eight critters down. So that's eight down. weeks that the light's yeah, red. Fucking yeah, so far, <laughs> but the light won't be red until we get, we get her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, once we get it up, we're eight weeks. We're eight weeks. It's tallied. going straight to red. Yep, straight to yeah, red, straight baby. To red. No that's other right. color. Um. So man, all right. So let's let's do this quick. We we kind of got our season up to speed with this episode. I know there's a ton of a ton of shit going down. Um. So future plans. Once we get the studio rocking even more, which we're now we're full recording set up, um, I want to I'm going to get a bunch of the team in. Um, team Hanging Bang is going to be in here soon. We're going to get a bunch of those guys on. Some local dudes. We're going to do a couple phone interviews, but I think for a little while we're going to try and just get people in studio, um, just with the new place and just trying to bring it to get that wholesome feel. Breaking the new um, studio, right? Oh, so if you're in the something. area or if you're relatively close and you want to make the drive. You know, be thinking about maybe hitting us up to get you on schedule because it's uh we're we're pretty open minded right now. We're, I'm trying to just have an open schedule way before trade show season, especially leading up in that time from the end of like, after Thanksgiving through ATA. Like that time frame, we're going to be really looking at some some weekend podcasts yep. to get some shit done. So if uh and uh, we can't guarantee anything, but if it's on your mind, hit us up. We're missing something. Go ahead, my mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that that, that might deserve a full podcast. Yeah, we should get her in on a podcast. Yeah, let's do a full that. podcast on But her. mention it, though. All right, so uh, the weekend you killed your dough. Would your mom do a podcast, you think? Maybe. I'll talk to her. She would do I one. think she would. If I asked her, she would. If Doug asked her, no. Yeah. All right, Eric, see what you can do. Yeah, I'll sweet talk her. Or Katie Seagal. Give us the uh, give us <laughs> the spark notes. But, uh, yeah, the spark notes. So uh, we've had this buck on trail camera since... The summer, probably August. July, right? Yeah, July. Since I've been out of the big time out there, and uh, it's, it was in the big field, and got a bunch of pictures of him in velvet. No, no hard horn pictures, but uh, a bunch in velvet, so we know he's around. And then uh, I set her up in the lower field, a bean field. Which this lower field, there's probably what 50, 50, 30, 50 deer 50 in there deer at night. In there, yeah. So I set it up, set up a blind, and it was that really windy weekend, and the blind blew over, of course. So I was like. I was gonna take her with. I was gonna go hunting with her Saturday night, but she's uh, so she just went and sat against a fence post because the blind was moving too much. So she sat down there. She said around six thirty, she started finally seeing deer. Like she's like, oh, I'm not gonna see them too much. Then I guess around uh, like six forty-five, this big buck stepped out. She didn't really know which one it was. We didn't either. But she said just a wide, just a really wide buck came out. 114 yards she drained it at and smoked it with early muzzleloader. Went and helped her track it. It's a pig. And it, uh, it was the big one. <laughs> it was the big it one. It was the big one we were after. It was the big so one. That was, big one. It was amazing. It was awesome. She had, in the photos, she had a killing cap on, didn't she? She not? did. Oh, she did. You can find that uh, hat at our website, workingclassbowhunter.com. Yeah, maybe she'll get it in the studio and she'll talk about it. That'd be cool. Lit. That would be cool. Yeah, something be cool. different. Yeah. Hit a little mama Schmidt up. Yeah. There you go. I'll talk to her. You can bring Papa Schmidt if you want, but I don't want to steal her limelight. <laughs> old Marv. <laughs> Shit. Old Marv. Marv. Old Marv. Good old Marv, yeah. Old Marvin. Uh, that's awesome. All right, let's talk about kind of what's coming up 
and some things that we're thinking about quick before we close this out. So, yeah, because I got to get going here. Yeah, but fuck you if you're in a hurry. So we're gonna uh, take our time. <laughs> I've told you guys. I told you guys I was in a hurry. I told you guys a week ago. That's all right. Steve's more no, successful friend opened another bar, so Steve no, I just, thinks he's uh, got to be there to get free beer or something. No, I just I I said I would be there uh, days before I agreed. This is the I'm first podcast in the new studio. So That's a, I'm here, though. You're going to hold I? your horses. I'm here. If you uh, want to leave, I'm, leave. I'm an hour and a half late. I'm yeah, here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> no, we'll finish um, this out. Should so just come, fire him? Yeah, you're fired, dude. Sorry. See you guys. Uh, can I collect my shit? It's like your shit's been in a box. <laughs> there is none of your shit here. in there. You have no shit here. <laughs> it's been in a fucking hey, box. Your, your ass took 40 minutes to tell your own story, so it's your own fault at this point. It take no 40 minutes. This ain't been 40 minutes. I took a nap that whole time. It's been an hour and 17. All right, so <laughs> um, coming up, and I guess this weekend is going to be, I feel like that last early season lag feel for the majority mm-hmm. of hunters. I personally, I haven't even checked the wind, what's going on. I If it's we get some south winds, I'm going to dive into where I shot my buck last year um, and try and get in. It's on that pinch. I feel good about that pinch, especially like fairly early season. I'm, I am I will probably start to think about some more aggressive moves. Um, depending on the wind stuff, like I'm not scared to, to get in there now at this point. Um I guess I never was. I just wasn't here. <laughs> so I feel like we're on that teetering point right now. Teetering point on buck move, buck activity, like right, natural right. buck yep. activity. Um, that you know separation from getting in like close to a bed or getting in like to where a buck's moving from bed to feed like really aggressively. Like if you were just to move in on what you feel like would be a low pressure sit, I feel mm-hmm. like your chances after this weekend are going to be a lot, yeah. lot better. This weather's helping a lot too. It is like we've had kick ass weather for yeah, October. I think it's supposed to be hot we this have. weekend though. If I'm not mistaken, and rain, right? Seventy. It's supposed right? to, be 70s. It's supposed yeah, to warm, warm back up. This Can you weekend? pull up the weather for? I, I'm not going to pull it up because our uh, internet's going to. Okay, let me, you might be able if you're on Wi-Fi. Uh, only might be. Able but to. I really think it's that teetering point where it's because I mean, usually it's terrible and it gets starts getting better. Yeah, but now we've had that really good weather early October, yeah. so, so I don't know. It's looking like Saturday is rain. Um, Sunday partly cloudy. We had a high Saturday of sixty one. Oh shit! And okay, Sunday that a high of sixty six. Uh, uh, Saturday high of sixty one, low of forty two. Sunday high of sixty six, low of fifty three. That that changed since two days ago when they were cl- claiming it's going to be seventies. So that's good. Um, well, where, where are you looking? Are you looking here? Are you looking? Uh, oh, this is Sherrard. So okay. Well, it's <laughs> so I mean you're in the area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm close. Um. So average temperatures for October, I feel nothing real extraordinary. No like major cold fronts as far as like this weather apps telling us. Well, so. and people oh that don't live around here, the cold front like it was down in in the. Oh, it was good. There it was, was like 30, was like, 30, yeah, 30 degrees at night. A lot of big bucks died, man. Yeah. And, and I yep. feel cool because my buddy Tyler that I share a lease with with Tyler and my dad, and he he's newer to bow hunting. He's killed mm-hmm. a deer years ago, but kind of just recently got back into it. With this cold front, I was like, hey, if you're going out tomorrow, like deer are going to die this weekend. Mark Reif killed his buck. Yep. Yep. Well, that's, yeah, That's a podcast. Mark Reif killed a slammer. There's a podcast coming up there. And then Doug's mom killed uh, her buck that same weekend. And there's a lot of bucks died. It's just that feel, that first major cold front in October is always killer. Um, it's know, just crazy it, that it happened then. Usually it's like... By yeah, the way, right now, by the way, right by the now, way. or even past this, Later, when we yeah. start way, hitting that cold front, we're yeah. talking nonsense, bullshit weather. The real predictions we need, we haven't got a Doug prediction for the mustache for the fucking hunts. This Doug year. was, holy oh, fuck! Hold on, hold on. You were spot on when I killed my buck 
in in Oregon. You said Wednesday. I said but, when by Wednesday you'd be done. Wednesday morning, ten o'clock you'd be done. But you said uh, so initially before I went. You said Wednesday, which would have been the second Wednesday of my hunt. Yeah. But when I refreshed with you, you, you said something about Wednesday, like would have been my second day of hunting. But I killed my buck on Wednesday. Your first. Um, prediction yeah. was correct. I killed my buck Wednesday midday at like eleven o'clock. Is Doug going to give us predictions? I don't know what. Did you give me a prediction on my antelope hunt? I don't think I did. I don't think he did. No, but you were right on my Oregon hunt. Yeah, I felt right. You know. Okay. Nuts. Okay. So what, let's give a little insight on what's coming up. So it's October sixteenth, seventeenth. The air of this podcast. 17th. We're looking at the 20th. It's been a year ago. I killed my buck on the 20th. This is getting into some good shit right now. This is getting to the point where, you know, it, you know, listen to the last Equista Series podcast. Um, those guys know October better than anybody else on this planet. Um, I personally think I feel like a fool when I'm talking to those guys on that show. Like, and I'm a co-host of that that series, and I feel like a fucking I feel like Steve. And <laughs> no offense, Steve. Love you, buddy. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> but now is like the turning point. If you're one of those guys that relaxes in October, like this is getting to the point where you want to think about doing some big shit. So, um, I don't yeah, know. I feel, I feel like this weekend will be good, but the weekend after this, this weekend's going to be shit's, average. I feel shit's dropping. Yep. yep. I think so too. I do think so. Um, do want to do predictions? Do you think you want to do a Doug prediction? Um, you're not feeling it? If you're not feeling it, you don't got to feel not it. not feeling it right now. Hey, we should know. get a crystal ball in here. One of those things where you touch it and all the electrical <laughs> yeah. things go to your hands. We should put it over we there by Doug. Just by Doug. We're going to do that. <laughs> He's got an eight ball in his pocket. We're going to stop by... Uh, was, was Check back later. Hot Topic. <laughs> Check back later. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, an eight ball. <laughs> Check. I'm trying to check. I still like, God damn it. Damn it. Check back later. <laughs> Fuck. Check back Next later. time. <laughs> what the hell? I wonder if we can make our own eight ball and things are just on its own cue. Just one. That's, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. That's a dough for me, dog. <laughs> I think uh, things are going to be good this season, man. I, I, I think so. Good. It started I out. I feel like. Uh, I think it started yeah. out good for all of us so far. Yeah, real good. I feel pretty relaxed. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like, normally I'm feeling the pressure, but. It might be I already have a buck and, like, an antelope down, so I don't feel that initial pressure to, like, do it, you know? Yeah. So I feel I feel relaxed. There's a lot of time left, even though it doesn't always feel like it. But I, I, I mean, I feel a million times better than I did this time last <laughs> I season. I bet. Yeah. A million times better. I feel like you um, you kind of have one of those uh, – I had the wall year. Struggle seasons. Well, I don't want to be – like, don't take this offensively. I won't. But I feel like – Don't take anything offensively? Not really, but I just <laughs> – I have to be clear. I feel like in your um, growth – of bow hunting like knowledge that was one of those years because i've had a lot i've had i've had your year several times in a row which right. will really break a man like it really questions like do i fucking know what i'm doing um oh trust I feel, me i asked myself that a million times last year <laughs> yeah but i feel like that's really good for growth of knowledge of a bow hunter is like oh for sure you try to just kill a deer and you can't i couldn't it's good it's, i tried i tried and i tried and i couldn't do it yeah it's i know i know what it's like it's uh, it's good for you, but you got to have those years. I think you have to have those years. Yeah. It's a growth as a bow hunter, man. You got to sure. have them. It's Connor, man. Connor Wakefield's going through some tough shit, and he called me about it. I'm like, dude, it sucks, but this is it's bow hunt, man. Hey, it's got to climb the ladder. The, there's the ladder of bow hunting, and you never get to the top. 
Never. You're never to the top. You're always hitting steps. And sometimes those steps are rusty and they break through. Yeah. And, and sometimes those steps are a whole season long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just you're like, on that fucking escalator and you just can't hit the top <laughs> no how fast you go. Yeah. You're just on a conveyor yeah. belt just lube down with freaking Astroglide. You can't ever get to the top. And if uh, you know what Astroglide is, shout out to you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, that's all we got to go downhill from there. Good God. The Astroglide. Right. <laughs> you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Yes. We love you. See you next time. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.